eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. It is Tuesday, December 27th, 2022. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change, joined today by the Director of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports, Steve Wiltfong. As you can see, we are color-coordinated in our tattooed garb here, Steve. I hope you had a wonderful holiday with the family. Unfortunately, you were forced to Witness some just dreadful football last night. I watched with an open eye because I knew you were taking your boys and beautiful wife to the Colts game to see the Chargers play. And man, Nick Foles may have set football back a, fo- a couple of years for you, but uh, still going to start happy the holidays. Games, I said, go ahead. Still going to start the next two games. So Colts positioning themselves well. In the Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis sweepstakes, uh, but I if I wouldn't mind the Colts taking a left tackle as well um, and going after a franchise type quarterback in free agency like Lamar Jackson. It will be interesting to watch. I do think that Indianapolis is a place to watch people because you could bring in a quarterback and a coach at the same time. And that opens up uh, myriad possibilities. But Steve is part of our national team, but has been a member here of the family for a long time. And this Tuesday spot used to be occupied. I don't know if people remember this, but for the longest, and really when Bucknuts, the morning five was built, Tuesdays was Dwayne with me and Thursdays was, was Steve. And Dwayne Long passed away on Christmas, and it was a loss. Dwayne was very close to me, and we're, uh, I'm not going to make Steve sit through 
my personal tribute. I'll do that when he hops off. And that way, anyone who's not interested in listening to that and would rather get more football in won't have to listen. But there will be a tribute at the end. And just know that it's 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 a big loss. Dwayne has, and I'll go into this in detail, but Dwayne was really a mainstay of the site. So we have heavy hearts. I may be a little bit distracted, um, but we appreciate Steve being here, even though it's a tough time for us as uh, Bucknutters. Yeah, it was very sad. And to hear about Dwayne's passing, enjoyed reading his posts on Bucknuts. And certainly he was one of the big reasons why this website is so fantastic and this community's off the charts. And uh, he was obviously very insightful and, and uh, um, he will certainly be missed. And it just sucks with Ohio State going into the college football playoff. You know, he'll be he, he would have provided some 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 great analysis going into the Georgia game and after. So um, we know he'll be watching, and, uh, you know, it's, again, uh, thoughts are with his family. Absolutely, and I'll go into detail and uh, maybe share some. You know, there's certain things you can't say about people when they're living that are interesting and insightful maybe that I can share with you guys once Steve hops off here. That'll be fun. But let's let's talk about recruiting. Now that uh, signing day has come and gone, kind of an interesting one for Ohio State, obviously uh, not their apex. They did not crush it on the day. And you've also got the context of the Georgia game and the background and the playoffs. So it was a really kind of a tumultuous uh, week. Now that you've had a chance to look back on it, how do you put it in context? You're good at, at kind of judging things on the whole and maybe not by the fury of the last 72 hours. So should we be, uh, in shambles or should we be positive? Well, I mean, it's the number six recruiting class in the country. So you tell me, I think it's a pretty damn good haul. You know, you go out and land uh, four premier wide receivers that are going to continue to make this offense potent for years to come. Offensive line was a need and and, and a class headlined by Luke Montgomery, you know, gives Ohio State a, a, a terrific offensive line haul. I think that Jason Moore has all the traits to evolve into one of the better defensive linemen in the Big Ten. And then in the secondary, you know, losing Kay and Lee certainly stinks at the end of the cycle. But to go out and get guys like Calvin Simpson Hunt and Jermaine Matthews and Malik Hartford, I mean, those are guys that have all the traits to, to become some of the best players in college football at their position. Jelani Thurman is going to be a mismatch at the tight end position. Joshua Mickens has some high upside pass rush traits too. So uh, this is a class that I think, you know, addressed a lot of needs for Ohio State to continue to be one of the best football teams in the country. And then Lincoln Kinehalls. I mean, he's a guy that uh, threw for over 4,000 yards as a senior, I believe uh, uh, over 400 yards a game um, passing. So, you know, a prolific three-sport athlete that um, – perhaps is doing some work to get to Ohio State early. You know, we'll see what happens there. Perhaps. Yeah. So we'll see if he's able to, you know, be an early enrollee or not. Um, I think that might be my one news nugget here uh, over the holiday. I don't know if y'all have even been discussing it. That's how much I've been on Bucknuts this week. But uh, Steve is technically on vacation and is doing this gratis, people. So be thankful. No, it's no big deal. I enjoy coming on and talking Ohio State with y'all. Um but, uh, you know, this is a class that, I mean, was one of the best in the country. I mean, and, and so, you know, we'll see what happens with, with Ohio State in the, in the, with the portal. 
uh, or if they, you know, look for a guy or two after for, for the February signing day. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I would think that Ohio State is set up to, to sign a big-time running back in 2024. And, uh, you know, obviously you guys are going into the college football playoff on New Year's Eve, so an exciting week for the Buckeyes. Yeah, so two questions. One, I want you to – I'll get to that in a sec, but – do you expect there to be a second wave here of transfers and such when the playoffs are over? Uh, I assume guys who are competing for these four teams and maybe are keeping their intentions closer to the vest. Well, I think you have a lot of guys that play for these teams that are doing their part to help their team win these games. And then there's going to be some attrition on all four of these rosters, I would imagine in some capacity. Um, so I think that, Certainly, there'll be some portal moves. I think there'll be some portal moves with a lot of teams that are still playing. You know, just because you're not in the college football playoff doesn't mean you don't view these bowl games here this week as important for your program. And you put a lot of blood and, and, and time and sweat equity in with your brothers that um, you want to play one more football game with them before going in the portal. So I think there will, <clears throat> excuse me, I think there will be some more guys going in the portal following what is going to be an exciting week of, of, of bowl games uh, here. This is your first time as the director of recruiting in an NIL signing day extravaganza. Sure. A lot of the movement, like, for example, K and Lee flipping to Auburn and some other movement. Did you feel like the movement was – NIL motivated, or this was just kind of a same old, you know, relationships kind of deal going down the stretch? Because it does seem like now every time a guy flips, the very first thing everybody says is, oh, he got a big check. Yeah. And for a handful of recruits, it's true. I mean, right. there's a handful of prospects out there that are purely making their decision on NIL alone and nothing else matters. I mean, Maria Rubin and Kelly Wiltbong could be the coordinators. And it just doesn't matter. I mean, like I the biggest check wins. We're we're front loading on our investment, and who knows? I mean, like those guys are commanding top dollar for a reason. They're good prospects, so maybe they'll go wherever they're going and meet their full potential. Um, but I would say the majority of prospects still made decisions based on fit and. Uh, chance to be developed and play on the biggest stage and, and, and all of that. Um, certainly NIL was a relevant talking point for just about every prospect to kind of get an understanding of it, to understand how they can make money off their name image like this, what college programs are doing to help their athletes, you know, in that arena. So a place like Ohio state. And I had, I had an interesting comment on the signing day show, you know, with uh, Brandon Ennis, Carnell Tate, you know, those guys were getting thrown money at them. And they had a decision to make. Right. And, uh, you know, it may have been others in the class, but certainly those two immediately come to mind. And uh, they took what was deferred money. Because if you start at wide receiver at Ohio State, you'd be well compensated, obviously, with an opportunity to 
you know, be developed by Brian Hartline, play in Ryan Day's offense, and and hear your name called early in in the NFL draft. It's proven. It's a very they have success it's, right away. It's one of the most proven things in college football. I mean, no, no not the most. Nothing's guaranteed for anybody, but if you play quarterback for Ryan Day or Lincoln Riley, or you play receiver for Brian Hartline, I mean, there's you know, it's pretty. You're gonna good. have it's tough to come up with another position group like that though, like. Right. Who is it? I mean, Alabama's defensive backs have kind of, at times, not done as well in the pros. Alabama as a whole, I, mean, I get it. You know, they, you know, their NFL draft. In terms of one position group, I think right now, I think it used to be Larry Johnson's defensive lineman. I think if you had one position group right now, from what it would be Brian Hartline's receivers. Well, you could argue Lincoln Riley's quarterbacks for sure. Good. In like Heisman, I mean, you're pretty much guaranteed to win the Heisman if you're Lincoln's starting quarterback, which, which in the NIL era is even more special now, you know, I mean, than it, than it even was before. No, um, I think every quarterback for Lincoln Riley and every quarterback for Ryan Day since X, they've all been to the Heisman ceremony every year. Yeah, no, it's pretty remarkable. Is that good? That's pretty damn good, I'd say. And so... They asked me which Big Ten prospect was the best bet to win the Heisman Trophy on our signing day show, and obviously it's Lincoln Kynholz. I mean, right. he's going to go play quarterback at Ohio State, and if he wins the job, he's going to be he's going to be a Heisman finalist. And I had a chance to even talk to Lincoln Kynholz this week. Man, he is a he is a, a deep, he he is a poised. Um, I'm I'm struggling for my words, but he's got he, some alpha in him. He, de- he definitely has that. He's he's uh, um, comfortable he's got, in his own skin too. By the way, self- came interviewed. He's got a ton of self confidence. Yeah. Um, and uh, so this stage at Ohio State is what he is looking for. Right. He's going to come in and shoot a shot, and he's not going to be intimidated. He's not coming in to carry anybody's briefcase. Doesn't give a damn who's coming in behind him. Doesn't care who's in front of him. He's been nothing but the best player on the field in all three sports he's played for his entire life. Exactly. And so, you know, we'll see what happens at Ohio State. There's a lot of guys that can say that, but, you know, he's going to be the guy that's going to touch the ball on every play. And, uh, you know, he's got some dual threat to him. And let's not let's not act like Ohio State plucked Lincoln Kynels away from, you know, a low low P5 or a mid-major. I mean, he was committed to an 11-win Washington team. And I happen to think Kalen DeBoer is one of the best head coaches that people don't know about. Now, one year, or well, one year on the Power Five, he did a great job at Fresno State. But Kalen DeBoer was Indiana's OC the one year that Indiana was damn good, you know. So I think Tom Allen really misses Kalen DeBoer and uh, in, in what he brought to that football program at IU. You see what he was able to do with Michael Penix. Michael Penix with Kalen DeBoer. Good. Michael Penix without Kalen DeBoer. That's unbelievable. So it really goes back to your point on Ryan Day and Lincoln. Like it's a coach's game, you know, like. Especially a quarterback. Right. And Kalen DeBoer is a good coach. No, that's a point. That Michael Penix example, if anybody wants to Google that, Michael Penix, you remember, was like the heartthrob of the Big Ten. And then he was literally one of the worst quarterbacks you will ever see play. And now he was back. I think statistically, he may have led the nation in some categories at Washington, which is just an unbelievable roller coaster. I would suspect that Lincoln Kindholz would would be the heir apparent there and have a terrific career at Washington and win a lot of games. Yeah, 
that could certainly happen at Ohio State, where he's going to come now. And I think that was a hell of a late pickup. And, and Ohio State, Corey Dennis went out there, evaluated him. Um, recruiting's a marathon, not a sprint. Recruiting's about who you get, not who you don't get. Uh, 2023 quarterback recruiting was going to be tough this year uh, for them to go out and get Lincoln Kynos, who is a guy that wasn't on everybody's radar because of where he's from. But once you catch wind of him, you're like, this son of a gun's pretty damn good. And uh, um, so I think you can sneak into Ohio's Ohio State's sneak into the stretch, but their recruiting class for a couple of reasons. One is like you just said, you come from a place that no one's heard of or seen. You're from the Dakotas. And the other way is just to be from Ohio and commit early. So we kind of lose you. I think if Jermaine Matthews lived in Gwinnett County and Lincoln Kynolds lived in Miami, they may have been a little bit more high profile. Well, they got a chance to be high profile at Ohio State. Sure. That's for sure. They'll so, win in the end. Yeah. And we know that Ohio State, they evaluate full game film. There's a lot of a lot of schools that say that their evaluation processes are thorough and they're not. Uh, but Ohio State's is. And and so these are guys that check the boxes and you know, now they'll they're in the program and we'll see how how they develop and, and what they blossom into. We appreciate Steve stopping by. We're going to let him go. He, as we said, he did this pro bono for us. And when you know Steve Wolfong's salary, you know what pro bono means. We hope he enjoys the rest of his holiday. Have a great happy, new year. Hey, Bye-bye. happy holidays. Happy new year, guys. Enjoy the playoff game. Thanks for allowing me to come on here and talk football and talk recruiting with you guys. And, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with Dwayne and his family and you guys here. And have a good one. Take care. See you, Daniel. See you guys in the next year from the All-America Bowl. I think the Dean will be down there, right? So yep. we'll you and the Dean there. knocking out the bar scene. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of burgers with the uh, uh, ketchup only. So get some ice we'll water see, going. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. I wanted to spend some quality time here talking about the loss of my friend, Dwayne Long. And so I had Steve come on here first so that if I – Got a little tangential and went a little long here. Those who maybe would be interested can empathize, and then I'll I'll go down the line here and maybe get some comments from everybody on uh, Dwayne. So when I came to Ohio in the mid two thousands, I came to build the Team Sports Network for Mister Bucknuts. It was an independent network of sites. Um, 
who were defecting from Scout at the time. So I wasn't running the day-to-day at Bucknuts then. But uh, my favorite person to follow and chat with was Dwayne. And uh, he was most unique, is redundant, but uh, he was our most unique contributor in that First of all, he was a true Buckeye, and I do realize in these parts saying this means something. I'm not sure anybody loved the Buckeyes as much as Dwayne. Um, and saying that on Bucknuts and, you know, supporting my family through this love for this many years and this site, which has, you know, buttressed many families for many years, that is a strong statement, and I'm comfortable with it. Um, it was like part of his soul. Uh I don't know how many of you guys have worse Sundays and Mondays. We used to call it the Buckeye flu when they lost, which, by the way, isn't very often. And Dwayne uh, suffered from that as well. When the site first – so, so after we sold Team Sports Network to uh, ESPN, my gig was gone, and uh, I took over at Bucknuts just individually. And at the time – it was it was a different time and the technology of things wasn't as smooth and you know there were still a lot of hobbyists involved in the game and uh Dwayne was actually being phased out he was going to get his own blog called the long view shocker and uh we were supporting him in that and getting started one of the first things i did and i'm very proud of in my career was that I brought Dwayne immediately back because to me, Dwayne was part of the fabric of the site. There are certain things I can tell you now that I probably couldn't tell you about Dwayne when he was here. And that I don't think Dwayne went to the front page of Bucknuts 10 times in his life. He bookmarked the front row. And there were times when his information flow wasn't uh, as succinct as it needed to be. You guys remember we did the Tuesday shows forever. I would have, I would text him in the morning uh, the stories we were going to discuss because if it did not hit the front row, he really wouldn't be that up on it. And yet he was among the more insightful and uh, honest Buckeyes and uh, devotees of the site. He he was also fiercely loyal um, and a man of many tastes. For those of you who know, he loved his brown liquor. He loved cigars. He loved his family, obviously. Loved the Buckeyes. Um, but he was truly a, a unique cat, and he's been around forever. The foundation of this site is an incredible story. Uh, Mr. Bucknuts, someone who had the uh, website called Kirk's Football Site. And Mr. Bucknuts thought that was Kirk Herb Street. So he set up an interview with him to try and get his website started and maybe be a contributor. And it turned out it wasn't Kirk Herb Street, it was Kirk Larrabee. And I know Kirk Larrabee had the worst interview of all time and left the room. And they're like, let's hire him. And the next person to come on was Dwayne. And the site has been built out of that. Um, We can't replace Dwayne. 
anybody who dealt with him on an individual basis. And, you know, he had relationships via the Internet and other ways with a lot of you guys, private messaging and stuff. And you guys have talked about that. I would really encourage everybody to go and read the tribute that uh, Heater wrote for him. It's very uh, impressive. It always strikes me that we never appreciate people as much as we should when they're here. Because I'm sure Dwayne would have loved to read the front row thread with everyone coming in and expressing how much they miss him and loved him. So, I mean, it's a true loss. We lost Gary Hostu earlier in the year. He was a foundational part of the site. But there would be no Bucknuts without Dwayne. That's just a fact. He, uh, and he will be missed, you know. I get probably hard-pressed to think the Buckeyes will be more inspired in Atlanta because of Dwayne, but nobody, nobody wanted Ohio State to go down there and physically stand up to the Bulldogs like Dwayne did or would. So it's a huge loss, and I'm not sure what we'll do to replace him. There's no way for us to go find another Dwayne. I mean, uh, you know, he was a unique dude, man. Like I said, very unique is redundant, but he earned it. And, you know, I would think if we want to pay a tribute to Dwayne, maybe uh, next time you get a chance, get your favorite brown liquor, maybe a cigar, maybe throw in some, some blues. And sit and uh, think about the loss of Dwayne. Maybe you want to wake up the next day and uh, I think Dwayne would tell you this. Dwayne was you know, pretty overweight and one could definitely extrapolate that that contributed to his early you know, passing. So I'm sure he'd like you to go out and get a couple laps in too. So um this was a special dude, man. Like, uh, I'm kind of struggling to get across what, what I really want, but um, he'll be missed. And uh, Tuesdays won't be the same. They never have been. And uh, I'll miss him. He was a good friend of mine. I love the dude. And uh, he was my favorite guy on Bucknuts. So I selfishly brought him back because I enjoyed his stuff. And uh, I'm proud of that. And the fact that we could be associated with Dwayne and that when Dwayne is remembered, Bucknuts will be part of that memory for a lot of people is something I'm very, very proud of. And uh, we will miss him and we loved him. So uh, see you later, buddy.